Jamming here with the Los Angeles Saga Show. Good morning, everybody. Happy Overreaction Monday. Jonathan, I'm here jamming with me. Jamming with you guys. We got a fun one here. My name is Jerry Reynoso alongside my good friend Jonathan Ortega. At where John at? At where John at? At Reynoso Report. Reynoso Report. Thank you for the shout out there on my own. I got you. Got you, baby. You can never go wrong with Bob Marley, dude. Never. Never. Absolutely not. It's always a beautiful time for, for some B.O.B. We need this finals week right now. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I just need to jam through these finals, man. Get jam through these tough draws that LAFC get mm. against a very big team, very good team in Philadelphia. Right now, we're just going to mellow out and enjoy. So we have a fun show for you guys today. As we will be joining, oh, no, joining us, excuse me. Mm. Eli Lesser of This Week in MLS, my good companion and one-time football. We'll get him on in about 15 minutes, but thank you again, everybody. Welcome to the Los Angeles Soccer Show. I'm your host, Jerry Reynoso, alongside Jonathan Ortega, at where John at. My at is at Reynoso Report, if you guys want to follow us on social media. And of course, make sure you guys follow us, uh, the show as well, on social media at Los Angeles Saga. Tough, tough game. This past uh, Saturday between LAFC and Philadelphia Union, mm-hmm. but it's no secret that that was going to happen because, in terms of previous history, the few times that they've matched each other already, mm-hmm. they had various uh, tough games as well. So uh, actually, I believe this is only the second time they put each other, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, because the last time they played, we discussed it on the Friday show. They played three to three tie, mm-hmm. last game before the pandemic started, uh, at the bank as well. Beautiful game, but this one was no different as well. Two to two draw. Two very good teams. Two very good teams, two playing against each other. You could say that uh, Philadelphia was kind of parking the sitting back, yeah, sitting back, parking the bus. I Put on know. the, they pressed left all the way. Yeah, playing FIFA. Yeah, exactly. Left on D-pad, man. Yeah, exactly. You can't mess with that, man. But other than that, LAFC had a tough outing, and uh, yeah, we'll go over a little bit. But first off, I'm gonna check on Jonathan, man. Jonathan, how you doing, bro? I know you just what had a final right doing? now, man. Yeah, it was a tough, dude. <sighs> I don't. Uh, that was my first time using like the lockdown browser and all that, so I had to download it. Oh, you never done that before? Never. Not even like in high school or anything? No. Oh, wow. So I literally like had to download it, had to like figure out how to use it. It kept it kept messing with me, saying like, oh, we don't see your face because I was wearing the mask in the library. Oh, that is cool. I was like, bro, just <laughs> let me get this over with. <laughs> I'm trying to finish. <laughs> You you finished it or no? Yeah, I finished oh, okay. it like Thank 10 God, minutes man. ago. But I know, you almost came late, man. I almost had to start the show. Yeah, hey, I got to be in the class. Yeah. So There you go, man. Well, c- congrats on that. How many more Thank finals you, you got you. left? Uh, I did one last night. I did one, uh, I I think did one last night, too. Three. <laughs> I think three. You have three more? Yeah. No, no, no. Are you done three so far? No, I have three more. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I'm taking I, five classes, bro. I am, too. My last one's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I finished like two of them. This past weekend, yeah, too. Mm-hmm. And then I got an essay that I'm like, I mean, I knocked nah, that out, bro. So I'm like, you know what I'm procrastinate. saying? Procrastinate. Nah, nah, nah. We good, bro. I'm on the, I'm on the conclusion already. I'm just, uh, yeah, procrastinating. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> we procrastinating on that one. But yeah, other than that, man. It's okay to procrastinate. It's okay, bro. It's just a conclusion. It's just a conclusion, too, it's man. It's just the intro again. I feel like it has to be some science that's backed up by this. But I think people who work uh, on their academics last minute, they do better when it comes to pressure. Oh, yeah, 100%. He's like, oh, that's why, got, I'm, that's why I'm here right now. I got, a de- yeah, <laughs> I got a deadline at 11.59 p.m., man. Oh, I'm about to finish at 11.58. Yep. 11.59 on and the dot. Feel, and then whatever, like, you're, you're stressing, but you're like, oh, I'm in the zone. I'm riding, mm-hmm. I'm riding, I'm doing my thing. And then once you turn it, there's no better feeling than turning in an assignment last rather than just turning in like a day before. You're like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. But you no finish at 11.58, bro. It's like you, you, just won the, you just won the World Cup, bro. Yeah. <laughs> i let you know right now. We just won the Sports Shield again. <laughs> Most definitely. Uh, shout out to everybody that's tuning in right now. Again, thank you guys so much for taking your time on this fine afternoon. We want to take a moment as well to say Happy Mother's Day. Belated and those who celebrate tomorrow, Feliz Dia de las Madres. Feliz Dia a todas las mamas. Yeah. All the, all the dads that play all two roles, too. Play, yeah, exactly. Don't forget you. Do you know any, any personally? I don't think uh, I do. I think I know more single moms than single dads. I know more single moms. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. man, there's always someone out there, bro. So shout out to, to shout the out fathers you. as well. Shout out to all the mamas for sure, man. Shout out to our mothers. 
who uh, put us on this platform in the first place. Yeah. LA Saga is nothing without our mothers. Or else we wouldn't exist. Yeah, that's right. true, man. Crazy. Facts. Does that mean I got to give them like part ownership stake or something like that on the yeah, company? You got him. Damn. That's the rules. I don't know about that one, bro. I'm like, about to speak to my agent. <laughs> 10% um, or something. The manager. All right, man. What we got on the show today? We got a fun one for sure. We're gonna break down this game very shortly, very briefly as well. Then we're gonna invite on Eli Lester at around twelve fifteen, which is about ten minutes, to talk about all things Ooh. LAFC and this match as well, uh, among other things around the MLS. And then we're gonna preview the Portland Timbers game tomorrow night. I mean, what a quick turnaround, dude! Very quick. Very very quick. And two two very big teams too. As well, yeah. And the stack, this you know the stakes are high, especially this one. You know, round of thirty two when mm-hmm. it goes to sixteen. Uh, round of 16 they actually you know you were I don't know if you weren't there at the previous Open Cup game um, no. but half of the stadium was open the rest of it was blocked off mm. you know the stakes are a little bit higher you know how the, the game is much more anticipated because looking at the Ticketmaster every section is open as if it's a regular season game as it should be as it should be so yeah most of and the beautiful part about it is, is because it's in the middle of the week a uh, weekday a special night a new Open Cup matchup Another rematch against the Portland Timbers. We faced them three uh, tournament runs in a row. So let's see if we can get them uh, on this one as well. We are one and one against the Portland Timbers in U.S. Open Cup action. A bit of bad blood. A bit of bad blood. Just, just a wee, just a wee bit. A wee bit, eh? Yeah, in it. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, it should be fun. The beautiful part about uh, game being tomorrow in the middle of the week is that the tickets are affordable. So if, again, mm. I mention this every week. Middle of the week games are the best times to go. Uh, take your family out, have a good night. Those fathers and mothers who you know work nine to fives, hey, games at seven thirty. Drive yourself hey. all the way to Ben California Stadium, park yourself there somewhere on Figueroa Street or Expo Boulevard, and just go hey, enjoy you. some fine Los Angeles Football Club football. You could even take the Metro if you want. Yeah, Metro too. I, I do that every Shout game. Shout out Metro. Shout out Metro and the Lime. Actually, not the not the new Lime scooters, bro. Oh mm. man, they be breaking down on me, dog. <laughs> I'll let you know right now. I downloaded the app uh, a link because there's other scooters out there. I'm like downloading like all the scooter apps, bro. Uh, Bird, Bird, Uber, Uber Lyft. Link, Lyft, and like got I'm, I got the Razor app next, bro. The <laughs> Razor scooter app next, bro. But yeah, man. We, let's go ahead and uh, break through this game very briefly because we have a fun guest to uh, speak with. Let's do it. Two to two. Two to two game, man. I mean, yeah. it was just like Philly no, scored first. Yep, for the Ducks. Daniel Gazdag, who's been playing very MVP caliber like football since the start of the season for Philadelphia. Uh, and I, I would like to say that this is the best start to a game that LAFC has had all season. Mm. They were dominating from the start. The game was real good. But again, of course, you know, we mentioned it week after week that the game is all about moments. And they capitalized on the only their first moment and the only moment they had in the first 10 minutes. And Daniel Gazdag scores off of a counterattack. You know, that one is just like, okay, yep, good football. Get it in there. And a lot of the goals that LAFC get scored on are, you know, they could be preventable, but at the same time, that's just them capitalizing on their on their moments uh, from their opponents. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a goal right there from Daniel Gazdag. Probably a goal most of the time as well. Um, just minor changes that they could be uh, reasserted and yeah. be prevented that way, you know? Yeah, LAFC was attacking a lot, like, right before then. So, they got, they got kind of lacking, like, Someone was out of position or something. Cause yeah, most definitely, man. It was, it, that, that goal was way too easy. Yeah, they had about four shots right before, in the, in the first 10 minutes, right before yeah. the the, uh, the first and only of the first 10 minutes mm-hmm. from Philadelphia. Daniel Gazdag finishes it right there. But we go back and running after that. Uh, just to give it a real quick over the overall team stats, 22 shots for LAFC in the entire game and Jeez. only six on target. But they dominated possession with 67%. So that is massive for sure. Um, How many shots did Philly have? Philadelphia had nine shots Jeez. and two on target, and both of those were in the goal. goals. <laughs> yeah, you know? so it's funny how sports work sometimes. But it's the beauty of misery football, ain't it? Yeah, the beautiful game, yes. not so beautiful sometimes. Not so beautiful sometimes, man. Sometimes they hit you like a, they drop your clothes down the window like your ex girlfriend. Mm. Yeah, kicking out the house. I'm, mm. a, I'm not speaking on that experience, by the way. It sounds like you are. No, <laughs> <laughs> I saw like, a movie. Jay, I, do you have some uh, story to tell? No, I, I saw a movie, bro. I saw a movie. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, it was an overall great game. Uh, after that, in response, we had Mahalo Opoku in his second half. The first half was pretty dominant from LAFC side. They just couldn't get their shots into the net, and that's all right. Mm-hmm. But just a beautiful pass uh, down the, the left flank towards uh, Chicho Arango, who dribbled it down the penalty spot and found an opening to Mahalo Opoku and just finished it right there. One-time finish. Actually, no, two-time. Uh, great touch to receive the ball from Mahalo Opoku. 
and he just slots it right past um Andre Blake. So it was just a beautiful goal overall. And you know, there's nothing else you could do right there. Just powerful shot. You're gonna hope you didn't block it. He actually did block it, but it went in the goal either way. Mm, yeah, you got a finger on it. You got a finger on it for sure. So yeah, that's a goal right there from Mahala Poku, making it one one at the fifty-six minute. Then about eleven minutes later, Julian Carranza, who's been mm. on the eye of the referee the whole match. He was being a little bit dirty, being a little bit aggressive, but that it is what it is. That's Argentino, bro. Yeah, that, you know, <laughs> that's part of the game. Yeah, that's part of that's part of the football <laughs> stuff. Really yeah. Um but yeah, it was a beautiful goal from his side as well. But it wasn't necessarily uh like I kind of planned that type. Of thing. It was like more of an improv, mm -hmm. just based off a technique type of shot, you know. And a great curler, a very, very good shot. Though. And I, I just came to realization, and like it just made me thought, like, dude, the left foot is a magical foot for sure, man. Especially mm -hmm. after that goal. I mean, the way you could bend it with your left foot is far different than when you could bend it with your right. You think so? I think so. Cause the way I'm a righty, mm -hmm. I'm when a, I shoot, I'm my a lefty. Left, you're lefty. Yeah. Can you bend with your right? I can't do anything with my right. Really? <laughs> I got like one star weak foot. Right? <laughs> I could bend with my left, and I bend way better with my left as its weak foot than my right. As really? It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So I, that's what I'm Weird. thinking for Julian Carranza as well. Maybe it's the angles. The angles that's what I'm saying. The angles is different. Yep, exactly. Um, that was like that was a very like nine goal though. He literally so has the back to his goal, turns around, two touches, boom, shot. And like, I wish Chicho would do more of that. Yeah. Right. Mm. But it was like a goal that was just like, I, from what I saw in the replay, is that his right knee kind of gave out because mm -hmm. he was just like trying to do a play so quick. And like he was just like, you know what? My knee's giving out. I'm just going to take a shot. And I feel like that shot wasn't even that good. It was just the technique of it. Like just per hit it. Perfectly perfect, placed. Yeah, perfectly placed. And, you know, great effort right there. Slow and just that's a 12 6 knuckle curve yeah. in baseball right there, man. So that was just a good goal, man. And, uh, you know, it, just shake that off. You know, I love. Just overall, the effort for Maxine Crapo because looking at all the other keepers that LAC has ever had, they're just staring at that ball. Mm. Crapo actually dove for it. He gave an attempt. He, con he tried his best to contest it. It was a slow ball. It was kind of hard to read, not going to lie. From a goalie's perspective, that was difficult to save, and, you know, you just shake it off. He probably didn't expect it coming that quick, too. That as well because he was double-teamed. Quick turn. Yeah. He was double-teamed as well. So, yeah, that, that happened to give the lead back to Philadelphia. And, of course, you know, LAFC, the second-half team they are, they are, you know, as they've always been known ever since their inaugural season. Mm -hmm. uh, they respond with Franco Escobar in the 82nd minute, back post merchant, helping out to secure hey. his first goal for LAFC and his third overall in his career. Shout you, out, Franco. You want to guess uh, where else he scored those two goals at? Galaxy? Mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> Atlanta United, which refers to oh. two goals uh, of three. He didn't score any at Numa's Old Boys, which we discussed about. I thought you were saying who he scored against. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that's oh. a good idea. I uh, was like, uh -huh. no, no, who? So he has three I knew goals. He was on Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. He scored three goals, and he had his first two goals, his career goals, over at Atlanta United. I believe I want to say in 2019, he scored both goals. Mm. So, yeah, there you go. Three years Really, later. Really solid game from him, too. It's yeah. good to see him starting again. He looks. Looks 100% almost. Yeah, looks sharp, looks fit. Mm -hmm. um, and he was definitely dominant on his side. But nothing was going by his side. Yeah, um, very but, solid defense. You know, to man. give props uh, to Philadelphia as well, because despite the frustration that they put on LAFC because of sitting back and just more trying to be more secure and mm -hmm. and uh, passive with their game, they were also really aggressive on the attacking front. So, you know, shout out to them. Jimmy Curtin, who's been, you know, I, I've always talked about it. You know, it's a match. Between the coaches as well, Jimmy Curtin was making it difficult for Steve Trundle to adjust to uh, his tactics. And, you know, fortunately, we got fantastic subs off the bench. So Danny Wasowski comes in, giving a few opportunities. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough. So LAFC tie their game 2-2 two to two against the Philadelphia Union. And with that, thankfully, and I don't know, this is uh, something we should be happy about, but it should be in a way. Galaxy defeat the Austin FC Ooh. yesterday. By score of one to zero. No breakfast tacos. No breakfast today. tacos today, which means LAFC remaining first. With mm -hmm. the win for Austin FC over the Galaxy, they would jump to first place, tied in points, but by goal differential, they had the lead. Mm -hmm. So they had that tiebreaker. Second um, place. Yeah, second. we're first. We're, yeah, we're in first now. I'm mm -hmm. just saying if Austin was to win. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, My so, bad. Yeah. But yeah, man. About this game, dude, I feel like. Philly does a lot more with a lot less, like, Timbers-esque earlier in the season, where they just sit back and they just find their spots to 
take off and dude Caranza on that first goal he he had a big part in that play too yeah most definitely and just the overall just trying to uh, facilitate the game for his side you know he was definitely everywhere in that game mm-hmm. um but yeah oh with that we got oh, our ho, ho. we got our man here you want to go ahead and take it away discuss a little bit more while i get this started yeah let's talk about Caranza, dude that dude is a baller on that first goal i was talking about um <clears throat> it was a quick counter by philly but Caranza took like two or three players on and really took him like nothing got the play moving from right to left and then the other players just took over and it was a really easy finish on that first goal but Caranza did most of the play and that second goal was completely on him so very good game from him and that dude's been balling this season shout out him yeah most definitely shout out to Julian Caranza he had a big game MVP uh, candidate MVP so far candidate to you for sure man most definitely uh with that we got our first guest here hopping on with us actually our second guest overall in terms third. of uh, third huh LAFC died Slip, oh slippy. yeah you're right you're right slippy yeah yeah but i want to say like in terms of professional and oh, okay, brand, okay. brand worth you know this is a, a guy who's top notch as well just like vince larosa we have a this weekend mls is very young eli lesser eli Woo-hoo. how you doing brother hopefully you can hear us eli can you hear us eli elijah hello 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 all right let me double check on the phone real quick he sees to jerry it's all good. Can you hear us? Hello, hello. Does he hear? I don't think he can hear us. So we're gonna have him call back right now. Mm. Yeah. So technical difficulties. Technical difficulties that happens, man. Hey. We need some upgrade in the studio. So I got we working on that. We need sure. a couple upgrades. Yeah. But yeah, hey, man. If anyone, speak- if anyone super rich is listening, yeah, <laughs> come make a donation. <laughs> yeah. Just like a couple K's. Logan Paul, maybe? If you're yeah, there. I don't know about that one. Uh, but yeah, man, Julian Carranza is definitely someone I kept my eye on the whole game. Uh, and he was, uh, you know, frustrating to, like, uh, you could tell for the LAFC defenders, he was frustrating to uh, defend. Mm-hmm. But, you know, from the, you know, just me looking from the outside in and from a different perspective, he was a guy that was just balling out. Mm-hmm. You know, he did his thing. He did what he had to do. Sure, he was aggressive. Sure, he was playing a little bit dirty. But it's just like, you got to adjust to the the referees calls and, and just the whistle and just how lenient or strict that the referee is being so he was doing just that and he just overall at the end of the day every player on the pitch was trying the best to play the best p- football that they can play mm-hmm. so. that's part of the game too like people don't really like it but like s word housery is a big part of football yes like some of the best nines ever were the biggest like i'm thinking right now suarez this dude oh, is yeah. a flop. He's theatrics everywhere oh, and everything. But at the end of the day, it, it helps out. You know? I, there was numerous times where I saw like, okay, so, you know, I, I'm trying to remember. if I think I, it was around the 75th minute when Chicho Rango got bumped by Jacob Glesnes. And I'm talking bump like booty bumped. Mm. Like Jacob Glesnes jumped on him as he was trying to receive a header. Oh, yeah. I think I saw that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it Loki could have been a penalty. Which could have been a penalty for sure. No doubt. All right, let's see if we got Eli back in here now. Hopefully, Eli. Hopefully. Let's get him on. Do we got him? Do we got him? Eli, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Hey. There we go. There What's we go. up, Eli? How you doing, brother? Welcome to the show, man. I'm doing amazing, man. How are you? We're good. We're good. Sorry about that technical difficulties. You know, stuff be happening, man, that we are, uh, have our no control in. But here you are, man. Welcome back. Yeah, we just wanted to talk to you a little bit about this uh, LAFC versus Philadelphia game. Uh, just real quick, give us your biggest takeaway from the match and just something that that stood out to you. Mm. Well, definitely, I guess I'll I'll come in with a Philadelphia standpoint or a Philadelphia viewpoint. You know, getting a point on the road against the the best team according to the table in MLS is huge. Also, I gotta give kudos to the place or the play of Daniel Gazdag. And Julian Carranza, Julian Carranza, the loney from Inner Miami. Oh, wow, that was kind of strange. We actually lost him right now. Okay, so let's uh, go ahead and get him back on right now. <laughs> he was going off. He was going off, man. He was he was speaking facts for yeah. sure. It <laughs> uh, looks like the phone don't want to talk to him. Dang. We're going to have him call again right now. Kind of strange. Darn. Dang, nap he it. said it. He, uh, he texted me. He said it might be my fault. He probably accidentally hung up. Yeah, he probably lucky pressed him. <laughs> yeah, all good, brother. Call back in, man. No worries. Yeah, but Maloney from Miami. <laughs> Maloney from Miami, right? Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty good, man. He's a big Loney, uh, and you know, finally getting his feet wet into where he, you know, should belong. 
We're going to wait for Eli to call back right now. He should be calling back shortly. Is there a buy option in that loan? Do you know? Oh, that's something we should ask him right now shortly when he calls mm-hmm. back. Interesting. Because he was not playing good at Inter-Miami. Well, no one was. Inter-Miami kind of sucks. Yeah. So. Well, I mean. Maybe the change of scenery. Think about it now. After thinking about that and speaking to him for the, like, the brief one minute. <laughs> uh, you not know, even. Yeah, not even a minute. <laughs> was like 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, Leo Campana <laughs> and Junior Carranza could have mm. possibly been the like, attacking that they needed. But uh, that's what uh, probably is. Some football manager uh, that we got to play mm. in order to see if that's able to do it. I'll figure it out. Eli Lester, go ahead and call us back, brother. Let's see. I will save you, Miami. Third time's a charm, maybe. We'll wait for you in a little bit. But yeah, man. I don't know what's going on with the the uh, just equipment today, man. It's just always been a problem. We got to find a way, like, another way to contact people. We're going to start zooming. Yeah. All right. We got webcams. We're going to tell them, try one more time. We just got to. One Figure this all out. Time. Next semester, guys, Jerry's going to be the head honcho of the radio. Hopefully, hopefully man. That's so. the plan. That's the plan. But sometimes they don't work out that way, and that's okay. We're just adjusting currently. It is what it is. But no matter what, we are going to continue to try to bring the best kind of production and, and quality of a show that we can. And, of course, include you guys as well, because at the end of the day, this is not just our show, but your guys' mainly. Mm-hmm. So those are listening. Thank you for taking your time. We're going to have Eli call one more time. Worst case, a okay, it says he's not working for him. Well, we'll just have to go forward, bro. No worries, bro. You can't, like, call him, put him on the mic? No, we're not doing that. <laughs> nah? Would nah. it sound bad? It would sound Feedback? It would, yeah, feedback would be terrible. Uh, All good, man. If things happen, and we fix them again. But, yeah, let's go ahead and just... Let me ask you, then. What's your biggest takeaway from this match? My biggest takeaway is that LAFC found a way to get a point. A lot of things went wrong in this game. <clears throat> the way Philadelphia sets up their game really like sitting back low block almost like you got to take what you could take and they, they had plenty of chances dude they had what 20 something shots yeah 22 shots yeah enough the thing with LAFC so far this season is like our we know our attack is good and everything but for some reason that last final pass that last like shot there's there's a problem there I don't know what it is like they can't they can't get the perfect shot they want. They can't. They think about it too much or something. But for some reason, I feel like we could score so much more, dude. Yeah, most definitely. And the crazy, it might sound crazy, but like I don't think twenty-two shots was enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like there's so many opportunities. And you explained it to me too uh, a few times uh, the previous games, where it's like Chica Palacios, he's starting to see mm, yeah. uh, that he has more chances to shoot, and he's been taking up on him, which led to uh, uh, he hit the post uh, on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. They end up hitting the back of the head of Andre Blake going for a corner. Like that leads to chances. You know what I mean? Like 100%. just stuff like that. You test a goalkeeper, and then you get a corner kick or maybe a rebound off of that, which leads to a goal. And it's just like those are the things you need to take advantage of yeah once you get it on target you never know what's gonna happen it could take a funky bounce it could touch a defender who knows i think that it is possible that lafc could get 30 shots in a goal or 30 shots in a game Mm. that's a lot and it's a that's a lot lot of shots but but that's what i'm saying like 22 shots that they had only six on target mm -hmm. you have 30 shots and they're going at that rate they probably have 10 on target yeah you know what I mean? Or we maybe need, even eight. We need them to go in, though. Yeah. That's and that's what matters the at the end of the that's day. That's what we saw, too, in the second half is that, you know, LAFC playing wide and just playing it back and forth in that left corner. It's like, switch the ball, man. Mm-hmm. Get off that side because it's getting too compact. Force the defense to dismantle and reassert themselves because if they're sitting back, they have to switch back and forth. They're going to get tired at one point. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's what I was. That's what I took away from Philly it. Philly was doing a good job shifting though and adjusting their assignments yeah, yeah. and that all very that, solid defense that's all on uh, uh, Jacob Glesnitz and the rest of the back line man they all did fantastic you know it's just like it's very frustrating to take on a team that just sits back and just oh you know what we're gonna fight for the point mm-hmm. but it's gonna be a time where we play them again and they can't just fight for a point they mm-hmm. need to fight for all three points MLS Cup Final MLS Cup Final could be it man mm-hmm. we don't have any more on our schedule and the only possible time we could play them again is either MLS Cup Final or a possible US Open, Open Cup, Cup matchup Mm. So that's definitely something to look forward to. And at the end of the day, it's like, this is something, like we were talking about, what's the possibility of this being, you know, MLS Cup preview? I think not only could that be a possibility, but it's also a game that, you know, Steve Trundle and his squad should look back at from time to time to see how they could break down these teams who like to sit back. Mm-hmm. You know, Portland plays a lot of anti-football. Yeah, That's something to definitely keep an eye on tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No doubt. So, yeah, I think there's definitely a, a game to... Uh, Breakdown going forward. 
it seems like LAFC has a problem with those sit-back teams, low block, Mourinho, Cholo Simeone type. Yep. But every team struggles with those to some extent. So you just got to find a way and then replicate. Yeah, most definitely. You just adjust to it, man. Mm. We're going to go ahead and take our commercial break very shortly. We got to find some music to play for y'all, though, so you guys enjoy yourselves. What we got? I said John. I meant to say Tom. What's up with that? Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, just a lot of things I needed. Uh, no verano sinti. No, no verano sinti. Not today. I got this right here. This I've been banging that all weekend. I though. know you have, bro. I know you have. I'm mean, dancing merengue. <laughs> you heard that song? That <laughs> yeah. song goes hard, dude. A lot of the songs, you know, shout out Bad Bunny, man. Uh, it definitely My gives boy. the black and gold uh, vibe for sure. But mm. again, we're going to go ahead and take our commercial very quickly. Thank you again for everybody for tuning in. This is the Sandra Saga Show. We'll be right back in about five minutes. You're my angel. You're my, you're my angel. You're my angel. I'm back with another one. Trust. We're missing in the summer sun A Ben and L can't figure if the summer's done Pour another glass, knock it back, sip another rhyme Rewind, two checking as the colour spine Cassette, fling it on the desk, fucking number one I'm trying to keep all the respect for my number cons But never coming for your neck if I'm under fun Cause I can run, run away when it's all finished Diminish, just business, we pour Guinness Trust, I got nothing if it's all in this But if I keep all the trouble that I brought with this It's finished, yeah, this is how the game goes Dodging plain clothes Villains chasing rainbows Suppose If it was anything but main roads Talking ten toes Another case closed I'm Cause this and this is where you'll find me Sipping on a chai tea Talking all politely And rightly so They're telling me they might be Looking for the trouble Nah, no, never be mind G I'm, I keep it low key Like a baritone Just Far from sopranos Who haven't grown Cause everybody talks tough In a bad zone Three years hip I get trained with a bag of chrome So if I stand alone Reminisce I used to run A couple guys talk tough Never shoot a gun I know they used to bump flame When they used the sun I never really did Label me unusual One is dumb Cause I was trying to change position Parts missing Trying to stop this opposition uh, Blocks hissing Big blocks The dogs pissing Yo, I wanted them gone I stopped living Trust I, I stopped living Long I wanted them gone I stopped living Trust I stopped living Trust I wanted them gone That's why you're my Enemies are nothing till you bleed them. Yeah, cause all I really wanted was my freedom. Disappearing and I'm realizing that I need them. Trust so I can sit up in the park with the same sign. And let my missus tell me, baby, you're the better one. I'm feeling, feeling better than I ever done. Still, I know I need this fucking drama when it's said and done. Uh, cause where I'm from, hidden in the big deep south. Opening my big deep mouth, yo. A lot of people trying to keep these out. But these days, I hate to say I dig deep now. Trust cause honestly, I need them. Yo, I hate them, but I grieve them. I think I finally found a reason. Trust the light, the light, the fire needs the air. I won't burn unless you're there. Check it line. I like the fire needs the air. I won't burn unless you're there. Check it line. I like the fire needs the air. I won't burn unless you're there. It's been a while since summer. Finally found some time to be alone Or try and lower my tone Never last long for me Sitting on the train from Wilston Green Places I've never been And as the seasons come and go So do all the things I used to know The way my heart will flow And though we might not meet again I want you to listen till the end Over and over again And that's why you're my angel
ask why you're my angel. That is Angel by Laura Carner featuring Tom Mish. Shout out Tom Mish, man. He actually got some bangers for those that don't know, man. He's a big uh, FIFA head. He has a lot of songs. This song's actually on FIFA. Yeah? Yeah, FIFA 20, I want to say. I could be wrong, but yeah, shout out to Tom Mish, man. I got to see him in concert soon for sure. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Jeremy Renoso alongside Jonathan Ortega. This is the Los Angeles Soccer Show. We're going to continue to go ahead and break down this LAFC game and what's going forward for the black and gold after we turn off this terrible music. Hey. My goodness. I don't like that song, man. I'm sorry. I can't stand that song. I've heard it so many times. It's, it's just like... That's what I'm saying. TikTok, just, TikTok be ruining songs, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like They be messing up for sure. Once in a while, though, you will find a song from TikTok, though. That's actually decent, right? Yeah. Oh, I forgot it's the fourth main. <laughs> Let me add this talk segment real quick, brother. Drag it up here. I said drag it up here. We'll start it now. Hey. I'll pause that. Pause. And now we're good. All right, cool. Mains are on. And that's how you do a radio show, fellas. That's how you do it. Cool. This guy's on. That guy's on. He's not supposed to be on. Yeah. There you go. We straight. We good. But yeah, man, we were talking about uh, just what we uh, took out from this game. And like, yeah, like we said, it could be a possible uh, MLS Cup preview for sure. Um, but that's too far ahead. That's all the way to November. We're barely in May. You know, beginning of May, second week. Ten, ga- ten games in? Ten games in only out of 34. Wow. And plus up and cut matches, other all competitions as well. Mm-hmm. The eyes for the black and gold is the trouble. Supporter Shield, Open Cup, and the MLS Cup. Is it doable? Yes. Will it happen? We'll have to wait and see. We shall see. We shall see for sure. When does um CONCACAF Champions League start up again? I want to say it'll start up towards... I mean, since the World Cup is... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So that might be a pause. It's throwing everyone yeah, out bro. of funk. It's probably gonna, it'll probably start uh, beginning of like preseason for next year. Mm. So after the World Cup, like January, February-ish, mm. before the MLS season starts up again, that'll probably be like the round of 16. Long time from now. Yeah, still quite a while. So that's a lot of... Uh, but most definitely, LAFC are also keeping their eye on that. Would that be considered a quadruple if they win that, even if it's the following season? Hmm. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. No. All right, cool. But yeah, most definitely, man. There's something to keep your eye on, is for sure. Not only as an LAFC fan, but an MLS fan in general. Um, but yeah, man. Regardless, I just want to ask you, regardless of the tie on Saturday, who mm. do you think the better team is? Or who do you think the better team was? LAFC. For sure. Because they dominated. They, they did really, dominate the whole game. They really did dominate. And like, there was a certain, <clears throat> as you mentioned many times, the game is a foot is a Football is a game of moments, yep. right? So, Philly just happened to win some of those moments more than us, did, unfortunately. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just like... But the thing is, you say that, but LAFC, didn't, they dominated, but they didn't have a single lead the whole game. They were down the whole game, and they had to come back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, that's... Well, I mean, Philly got that goal early, too, so... That as well. Yeah. That is that did a lot of difference out there. Um, I want to say LAFC as well, but at the same time, I don't want to, like, bring down Philadelphia whatsoever because mm-hmm. Philadelphia was playing very strong. Played you know a very I mean? good performance. And they have a great bench as well. You know, Sergio Santos, who I think is a starting caliber striker, he ended up coming in the second half and he almost bagged a couple himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which also led to the uh, Julian Carranza uh, equalizer over there in the, what, 70, 70th minute. So yeah. Something like that. So yeah, man, I don't want to count them out as well. But in terms of uh, who's better, I got to say LAFC played better. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, they played better on Saturday for sure. I wouldn't... I wouldn't say I don't think they played better than Philly in this match specifically, but I feel like they're the better team. Like they didn't they didn't put, play as good as they can. Most definitely, and Philly put up. That seemed like they can't get much better. Yeah, and then we no just offense. we just think like, all right, Brian Rodriguez is still out. How can mm-hmm. you him back in when he's good to go? Eddie Segura as well. Could he help on the back? What those goals put? What those? What those goals not happen if Eddie Segura was in the back line during that? Yep. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you never know. You know, and there's just, that's a lot of what ifs as well. Overreaction Monday. Welcome here. What ifs? But yeah, most definitely, man. We're just gonna go ahead and transition. I want to talk about a uh, little bit of this preview for Open Cup versus Portland. Before okay. before we get into that, I want to say. I'm not a Bella hater, but... <laughs> you got to talk about it. Go ahead. Hey, he's looked a little bit out of form recently. He has been. He hasn't been he as consistent. Lie to me. 
And I actually think we should actually, before we transition to Portland, we talk about that a little bit. Because there's been rumors that he's, he signed his uh, extended DP contract already with the Black and Gold. It's just yet to be confirmed and announced. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. He was playing not Vela-esque Black at all. Luster. Yeah. The thing is, I wouldn't say he's bad necessarily, but we know how good he could be as a goal scorer and a creator. Are we getting our first glimpse of like his game is kind of dying down mm. a little bit? I don't want to say that either, to be honest, because I really don't either. He's still the leader, the the leading scorer for the club. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about like this season, not overall, overall as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's still, you know, one shy from 100 combined goals and assists. Could have gotten the record a few games ago. He didn't get it uh, for fastest goals and, and assists combined, mm-hmm. um, right behind Sebastian Giovinco. But he's at 99 right now, and what you know, he's on uh, four years right now with LA, five years actually with LAFC, but he's only played about three. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he's done that in three years. That's pretty fascinating. Mm-hmm. We also got to recognize that, you know, he's still coming off of injury and other uh, things that are holding him back, other circumstances that have been unforeseen from before. But it is very possible that it is. age is taking a toll at this point. Because all I'm seeing is like he's the guy that we're like, all right, we're in trouble. We pass it to him. We build out. Mm-hmm. He's not really that guy we go to. We're like, all right, we're ready to attack. Yeah. At least that hasn't seen from the past few games. I'm not saying overall because he's still, again, the leading scorer for the club. Mm-hmm. You know, he scored a hat trick on the first game and against like, Colorado. Yeah. And I feel like other teams know he's that good, but he just hasn't shown it. He, this fool gets kicked around a lot, though. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's still getting double teamed. Mm-hmm. As, as, a lot of cheap shots. As poor we want to say he's been playing, it hasn't been like poor. It just hasn't been like, he hasn't been as uh, uh, included into the game as we're used to him seeing. Yeah. He's still getting double teamed. Yeah. But that also gives room, you know, and you know as well, you know, as a mathematician as well, you can see, you know, one man getting guarded by two, there's one man open. And Vela has been seeing that. 100%. He played that beautiful ball to come to Costa. Unfortunately, it was a little bit too much for him. But it's like he's drawing the defense for sure. And he's got times where it's just two men, three men on him. Mm-hmm. That leaves one or two players open. And that leads to players like, Danny Musovski and Mahalo Poku and Franco Escobar, who got a first goal this past weekend. Ryan Holling said, you know, our defense are scoring. Mm-hmm. You know, our bench, of course, is our scoring, our star player, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And now if Vela's going to be the DP and a decoy, is that DP worth money? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, a DP is like, they're top-notch you're consistently. To be, you're supposed to be putting up numbers. And he hasn't been a lot. What? He hasn't scored. If, I'm saying if. What, if four games? Four games, yeah. I'm saying if you're going to be a decoy, that's Tam deal right there. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So, all we heard latest is that the, you know, the the deal has been agreed upon. It's just, we're just waiting for confirmation from the club. We're just waiting for an announcement. Mm-hmm. Don't know if it's DP-esque. I'm kind of hoping right now, as of right now, it's a Tam deal. Hopefully. But let's say he balls out tomorrow night, gets a hat trigger or something, mm-hmm. something fantastic. We're going to be talking about something else. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing at the end of the day. Like, we know how good this guy is. So, he just has to be a little bit more consistent. Yeah, just a little bit more, man. But, yeah, most definitely. I'm glad you brought that up because that's definitely uh, something. Because depending on this deal also depends on what we're going to do. in the Because summer's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. I believe that window opens next month. I can see it from here. We're only 10 games in. It's still beginning of the season. And we can have a fresh new team just by adding one more player. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Possibly two or more. But yeah, uh, Brian Rodriguez, I'm still waiting to implement him back into the squad. You know, unfortunately, he got that injury. Seemed like to be hamstring. It hasn't really been uh, spoken upon from mm-hmm. the, the club or Steve Trundle or anything. They're more being like, all right, low key about Cautious. it. Cautious. You know, we're going to take care of him, make sure he's healthy, which is, you know, all good. Because at the end of the day, he's not only trying to play for the club, he's trying to play for his country in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he wants to be at his best form and the best shape. So when he does perform well, for the club, he gets recognized by the club or by the country, and he gets called up for the World Cup. Undoubtedly, so that's definitely something that you could tell. That's a goal from not only from Brian Rodriguez, but also the personnel with LAFC. Plus, there's no real reason to rush him at this point. We're there only, isn't. We're, we're only ten games in. Our attackers are playing good on on the most part. Steve Trundolo's first ever professional team that he's managing, and currently he is seven one and two. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty damn good for sure. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there's no worries at all. Even though it was a tough tie, dude, we're still top in the first, man. You can't win them all. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can do so. And that's perfectly fine. People take, kind of took uh, Saturday as a loss because we didn't get the win. But in the day, we're still, what, was that five unbeaten now? Six unbeaten? Mm-hmm. Including an uh, open cup. And then tomorrow, we could get to seven. Mm-hmm. Very nice. 
Let's go ahead and transition to this open cup matchup, shall we? Yeah, I was gonna say, um, bar the Galaxy game, that was like a, an anomaly of a game because so many things happened. We've looked like the more dominant team in every match, and even if we didn't look like it against Philly or Portland necessarily, the fact that they feel like they need to come here and sit back and only attack two times, two three times a game, goes to show that they know LAFC is yeah. a good team. Yep. Most definitely, definitely being passive aggressive in the way because they don't do that against like Colorado. Yeah, they don't Cincinnati. do that. They're, they're trying to go goals galore exactly. <laughs> against all the other teams. Yeah, exactly. most definitely, I get that for sure. Um, so, like I said earlier before the break, you know, let's see how uh, the black and gold can, you know, adjust and like the struggle of the squad. They need to review not only this game against mm-hmm. Philadelphia, but the Portland game, even the Galaxy game, to see how these teams would like to sit back uh, in, in certain times and recognize, like, oh, okay, this is what we got to do. Because I don't, I expect the same thing against Portland tomorrow, of course, because, you know, we know how they play style yeah, is. Portland. But also, I'm keeping my eye on June 18 when we play Seattle and we go to Seattle, mm-hmm. they're going to be sitting back. Yeah. I think so. Is that is that how they set up? That, I mean, I'm just thinking because they're going to, they, they like to score, you mm-hmm. know. But they're down in, in the in the table right now because they had all their focus yeah. on the Champions League, which you know, congrats to them. We they understand. Won. We understand that, but they're trying to get back into the playoff position for the West. Mm-hmm. So they want to get back into playoff mark, uh, even if it's early in the season. They want to get a good spot for going forward. I uh, think they will. I think they will by too. By the end of the season, that's why they're not worried about it. I'm not worried about them either. But yeah, I do think tripping. that they are going to try to get all right. One or two goals in. We got a long season to play. We're going to sit back. We need some points. LAFC. No matter what, they are not going to. Travel 400 and something miles across the coast. Mm-hmm. Not even 400 miles, way more than that. But going across the coast. A lot of miles. Just to sit back on defense. That's embarrassing. The whole game, man. Mm-mm. I don't like it. I'd be ashamed a, of myself. As a football fan? Yeah, I'd be ashamed of myself for sure, man. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and talk about this Ugly Open Cup preview versus Portland Timbers. Again, like I said previously before the break, this is the third edition of an U.S. Open Cup matchup between the Portland Timbers and LAFC. Uh, the first two times were uh, fun ones for sure. The first game, LAFC won. The second game, Portland won. And now this is the third time's a charm. Let's see who will advance to the round of 16. Uh, again, this game will be tomorrow night at 7.30 at Ben Foreigner Stadium. Tickets are on sale now. If you guys want to check them out at Ticketmaster.com. I don't have a code yet. We got to get that code ASAP, man. I'm telling you right now, we got to get that code. Jerry Reynoso, 10% off. Yeah, 10% <laughs> off, man, with LA Saga for sure. Code Saga. Nah. And I'm also interested on this game to see what changes from how we saw Portland a couple weeks, a couple months ago or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Because that whole game, that previously, that whole game was, was all, game. it was an ugly game and we got the draw, which sucks because we think we could play way better. Mm-hmm. But also that game was fully, the offense was all Yumi Chara. Yeah. That's all who was. And 100%. he got that goal. You know what I mean? And it was a nice goal. Weird goal. Very nice goal. It was a nice goal. Um, and again, we cap it off to him. We give it to him. But uh, tomorrow is definitely like, it's going to feel like a ball's out. Like, because there's a possibility that this game could go to penalties. Mm, really? Already? Yeah, because. Does, uh, it go, does it do extra time? They no? go extra time and then they go to penalties, I believe. Mm. Wow, well, sure. Do they do golden they do. goal? No. Someone goal. does golden goal. No, you trip on Some league does golden some goal. I'm league, thinking some. Not here, not here in North America, <laughs> homie. No, we don't mess with none of that. They used to. Is I'll let you know right now. Was it the 2010 World Cup when they did golden goal? 2010 World Cup? Yeah. It was a World Cup that they did the golden goal. I think it was 2006, I don't think 2010. So. 2010 and yes, I won it and it kept going. Ah, uh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay. Yeah, but that was an extra time though. That was an. Extra it was just time. towards the end, maybe. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. So good, so good. Yeah. Poland Timber is definitely something to keep it on. Again, every matchup is coaching matching up against each other. Steve Trundle versus Giovanni Savarese, and uh, there's not much to uh, break down in terms of Poland's offense. Uh, you know, they're the same squad they have when we last played them. So it's just like, let's see if they will make any adjustments come time tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for LAFC, we have a quick turnaround. You know, had a game on Saturday. We're playing this Tuesday again uh, after a, a, a tough game. And then we also have a tough game after that. Next weekend, we take on uh, Columbus Crew. And again, another quick turnaround as Austin. well against Austin at home. And I believe Ooh. one more quick turnaround. So we got back-to-back three-match uh, weeks, which is Gonna be exhausting, but after the end of the month is over, our last game against San Jose, I gotta I gotta make sure I keep these on on point. I gotta remember the schedule. I got it right here, actually. Yep, last game with San Jose, right on. We got two weeks off. Oh, what's I'm sorry. With, what's up with San Jose? 
Are, are they, they good? Are they bad? They're, they're like... <laughs> Who knows? They're like menopause, bro. They're like... They <laughs> where, where are you going with this, Jay? It's Mother's Day, man. <laughs> where are you going with this? <laughs> they, they, they're like... They, they can't make up their mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they still need a coach. Uh, actually, we don't take on Columbus Crew just yet. We have Portland tomorrow at Tuesday night. And then upcoming Saturday, we play LA... Uh, LAFC, wow. We play Colorado Rapids... Uh, at 12.30 p.m. That game's going to be on Twitter. Cool. So we get to watch Ooh. that from our phones. Uh, then Hopefully some better Four days later from uh, Saturday will be Wednesday night. LHC take on Aston FC at home. 7.30 p.m. Middle of the week. Again, take advantage of those midweek games. Uh, then seven days later, which would be, I think, another Wednesday night. It could be wrong. So it's not a... Let me double check that. May 28th? Saturday. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's a quick turnaround. So then Saturday, we have uh, Columbus Crew. Then seven days later, we have uh, San Jose. Then we get two weeks off. Get to breathe before Finally. we fly out to Lumen Field in Seattle to take on the Sounders. Probably a much-needed break after this heavy Most, March yeah, at May. This, I mean. this May is definitely heavy against top-notch teams. Not only you know in terms of form today, but just their form overall in the past few years in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, Columbus Crew, they won the MLS Cup in 2020. <laughs> Uh, Colorado Rapids, who were uh, top of the West last season. Portland, they've always been rivals with us. And, you know, ever since, I think the the rivalry elevated ever since their grand reopening of uh, Providence Park with the stands mm. extended extension. Uh, the it looks very nice. There. It looks very nice. And I, I appreciate this stadium a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since that reopening in the Columbia, uh, San Jose, I mean, we always have fun games in San Jose. You know what I mean? Austin FC looking like a very LAFC-esque. Uh, club in terms of uh, production and just the way they have uh, their forms of active support. Mm-hmm. So it'll be really cool to see that matchup. And again, I want to reiterate, we don't have any kind of bad blood with Austin FC, uh, especially they're barely in their second year. No. It's good rivalry. This is how football if should any, be. You know what I mean? If anything, we have some good blood. I kind of like Austin. I like Austin a lot. You know what I mean? I've always messed with the colors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The and the badge. The badge is pretty hard, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I never liked broccoli that much, but this is definitely what. <laughs> <laughs> is it? What, is it just a tree? It's just a tree. Yeah, wow. it's like a root. But, cool. <laughs> but it, it is cool though. Honestly, yeah. like it's nice. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited to welcome Austin FC back. The last time we played him was our 29 or 2020 opener. Uh, when their first ever game at the bank, we beat them one zero. Uh, right after we played Leon. That was a, that was a very different Austin FC though. It was what, a very different what Austin it is FC. Now? And the way you look at it as well, compared to last year, uh, like Josh Wolf, I'm comparing a lot to Bob Bradley, like the way LAOC started their uh, uh, club uh, journey. Mm-hmm. Because in 29, uh, 2018, it's like, ah, oh, subpar season. They didn't do too good. Yeah, we finished third, but of course, we could have done better. Mm-hmm. Lost that first game against Russell Lake in the playoffs. Uh, we go forward with that. But the second season is a different story. Second season was a record breaker. And right now, Austin FC is definitely looking like a record breaker team right now. Especially mm-hmm. with Sebastian Giriussi, who uh, is a goaler. Balling right now. Goal leader with seven goals. And then also uh, Diego Fagundes with six assists. Mm. So, yeah. Shout six. Out to, Dang. Yeah. So, shout out to them. Quite a bit. A lot of games here in May. And I don't think we should re... Because I want to do a reassession of... Um, just looking back at Steve Trundle the first, what, 15 games? Mm-hmm. But I don't want to do it until at the end of May. So when those two okay. weeks off, we'll be doing like a little recap of like, all right, how Steve Trundle is looking? Is this guy the coach? Is he the guy that, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully that he's not doing too great because then that means he's going to have to bounce, <laughs> you know, but still keeping up with the format. He's such a great coach, I think, so far. But I want to go ahead and give like a little review of like, all right, first half of the season in a way. Let's see how, or first quarter, I want to say. I feel you. Also, do not sleep on that Columbus game. Like, yeah, they've been lackluster so far as reigning champions and whatever, but they still have Zalata on, man. That, yeah. guy, that guy is really good. You could turn, and Jonathan Mensa holding it back in the back post as well. So that there, there's something that you cannot, like, sleep on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't so, get caught lacking. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Um, but, yeah, I also want to announce we will be having a, a, a lot of special guests. Uh, during the summer, as soon as school is over. Again, this is our final Ooh. week of school here on campus. Shout out to everybody that's listening to the lobby. Shout out to you guys that are working on your finals. Keep working hard. Keep going at it. We're almost done, and we're almost at the finish line. Almost. Um, but, yeah, we have Dave Denholm coming uh, this week. We'll be talking with him on the podcast. Uh, we'll be released next week, possibly. Uh, we'll be talking about the two-year anniversary of Faux Traffico. So that's something that's very uh, uh 
interesting and get ready to uh you know look out for mm-hmm. uh and then we have a lot of other planned guests but that's something that we want to confirm for now um we're in talks with many other folks and we're trying to again <coughs> trying to give the best quality production and get best quality show for you guys that are listening to us again thank you for tuning in uh and i think we're done right now oh, we want to give a prediction real quick for tomorrow night we're getting that w or not mm, yes score i got it right last time 2-1 2-1 i yeah. like that i got i got saturday's score right i knew it was gonna be a draw i had a feeling man i didn't know in what way but you manifested it, Jerry. Manifest, and that's okay, man. I'll take those. I'll take those drop points, and it felt like you know what we're still in it. Mm. It's still it's early. Still man. Very early. It's still very very early. The way we're looking right now, we there's a possibility we might not look like that, or even better. I'd say better. Season. I hope better. I I would say so. Cool. And and other footy related news outside the MLS, Erling Holland to City. What do you think about it? Apparently, I'm not gonna wait. I, I, Orn, the, Ornstein is very reliable. He is, but I'm not gonna. I don't speculate or like, you know, anticipate those kind of signings until the pen is written on the paper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't so, know, man. It's been written in the stars and, for a while. Until he's holding that that jersey with the 27 in the back, 2027 in the Ew. back. That's when I believe it. What are your thoughts on it, though? Hey, man, Manchester United is in the mud. That's all I gotta say, man. I, gotta, <laughs> I was read actually I get reading. To cry some more. I was reading about it, and like he was very close to going to United, uh, like what two years ago. Instead of Dortmund. It is what it is. It is what it is. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Los Angeles Sox Show. Oh, United Brighton, too. Oh, man. Dude, I don't want to talk (laughs) about United, bro. This is a black and gold show. Let's see what we got here for the rotation. What are you in the mood for? Babon. Babon? No, I don't know. I'm I'm good with everything. I got you, brother. I'm with it all. I got you, brother. All right. Let's put this in here then for you. <clears throat> Some merengue or what? No, I got you. Come on. There we go. All right. Hey. Thank you, everybody. We'll, we'll see you guys soon. Friday, we have a fun show for you guys. LAFC preview show. Hope everyone enjoys the game tomorrow. Shout out to hey, Bad Bunny. Titi me pregunto si tengo mucha novia. But yeah, thank you again. My name is Jerry Reynoso. You can follow me at Reynoso Report. Here I am with Jonathan Ortega at Where's John at. We'll see you guys Friday. This is Los Angeles Saga Show. Dale, dale. Black and gold. Black and gold. Saluden a Titi. Vamos a tirarnos.